Right. Yeah, no worries. Good morning, evening, or afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to One Up Podcast. Uh, and today we, it is me again, of course, Milos Bukaretz, your host. And uh, our second host is, as always, George Martinez. Uh, with our guest today, Prentice Benzet. Did I pronounce that right? I did, I think, right? Yes, sir. Yes, Hell sir. yeah, cool, man. <laughs> so, uh, Prentice is actually, uh, I believe, a camera operator. He's been a camera operator for quite a bit. Worked on a bunch of stuff, uh, including some uh, feature films, commercials, and... Uh, Bunch of other stuff just like that, man. That is super cool. So, how you been, man? I'm good. I'm good. Just trying to work, and uh, recently had a baby, so I'm just done with a uh, new fatherhood and and working. <laughs> hey, congratulations, man! You know, it's kind of funny. Uh, one of the people we just talked to recently had the same thing. You know, he's talking about uh, working and uh, you know working and having a kid and all that in the first place. Yeah. That's, that's kind of cool. So, uh, we met at TCC, man. TCC, that yes, is sir. A, so. George over here also went to TCC. He was actually, I think, a year or two before us. So I don't think he's actually met you, but uh, oh, okay, yeah, okay. But yeah, he went through the same thing, you know, with Neely and all that stuff, man. And uh, I think you also you also met your uh, your lady at TCC too, right? Oh, uh, okay, nice, nice. No, right? No, I mean, <laughs> so, you met your lady, so you know right? The OGs. So, so you know the OGs. That's what matters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. So yeah, man. TCC did a lot for us. Like I said, for uh, uh you know, I guess. Uh, Shit. <laughs> you ah, lost your fuck train off of thought. God damn it. Not seeing him is so so fucking weird, man. Our setup is, is weird. So oh, whatever. Um Yeah, man. So uh how was the whole college experience, man? How did that prep you for working? Uh for working uh, in the field? Well, it really just laid out a good foundation, uh, you know, just good building blocks because there's definitely way, way, way more to pick up on on set and through experiences and trial and error and, and failure, you know, inevitably. Um, but they, it's, it, you know, school, like, like they, there was some stuff that I'm like, man, I'm glad I learned that in school because there's some people that don't know that. And then there's just like some stuff I'm like, why didn't we get taught that? <laughs> like, you know, like that's, that's the stuff we should have been doing. Like what's an but, example of something you wish you were taught? Uh, just, well, I used to, well, I guess let me start. Well, I started in camera and, uh, but like the last three years uh, I've been, uh, I moved to GE, so, which is Griffin electric. So, uh, I've started, uh, you know, as a grip swing, uh, doing electric, doing electric and grip. And then, uh, so like that stuff is, is the example because they like we had no no class that was like a, a grip and electric class like we didn't learn about power and distribution of power and you know the the things that can really get you hurt the dangerous things uh, <laughs> you know that like there there's just a lot of stuff that especially just like with grip and electric that we didn't really get taught like in our lighting classes and and stuff like that but it's it's definitely gave you like gives you a, a decent foundation just to like it's like reading a book but but not you know completely taking it all in uh, but you have to you have to do it you know like you can read it but it's uh, it, you know with experience is where you really learn yeah it's more nuanced once you actually get the experience on it absolutely man and i think one of the most valuable things about college was uh, connections obviously you know, like I said, if it wasn't for TCC, I wouldn't have met the people I work on this podcast with. Uh, obviously, wouldn't have met you. Wouldn't have met half of the guests we've had on the podcast so far. So, you know, yeah, and then all, the, all the work that I've got through the ages. So, uh, what did you start out with, man? What did you start out working on when you when you left TCC for, with, as uh, respect well, to film uh, and stuff? Yeah. So, uh, Neely, actually, he's uh, he 
was able to get me an internship at one of the rental houses uh, in Dallas, mm -hmm. uh, which is Electric Light and Power. And so I, I did my internship there. And then I guess I, I did well enough on the, you know, and they kept me on full time, well, part time after that. And then I, I stayed on part time on the camera side uh, where I was like cleaning lenses and prepping, you know, camera gear and cameras and stuff. And then I started doing camera PA work. And then uh, about a year into that, uh, uh, opportunity came up on uh, the electric light and power side. So I got asked for if I wanted to work full time and I started doing that. And then uh, that's why I just, uh, you know, I, I originally wanted to be a DP, but at this point of uh, my, my focus is more on uh, being a gaffer and just, uh, you know, really understanding light and uh, how to work it, how to shape it, those mm -hmm. kinds of things. So, but I mean, but since yeah, since school, uh, like through ELP, I, I've I've worked on all types of commercials and and uh, indie features. Uh, I've worked. I just finished. I was a best boy grip on a indie feature called Corsicana a couple months ago, and that has a couple big names: Isaiah Washington, Stacy Dash, uh, another guy. His name's Noel. I can't think of his last name right now, but he's the guy that plays Hector in Fast and the Furious. <laughs> So nice. that was pretty cool for me because like Fast and Furious is like one of my like favorite movies. So that <laughs> that was cool that I, I was able to like quote a line to him and he was like, "Oh, that's love," and, you know, like shook <laughs> up with me and, and stuff. So that that was cool. But uh, you know, it's it, it's it's really I've done a lot of stuff, man. It, it's 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 crazy. Like when I think about it, sometimes I'm just like, man, like there's still a lot of stuff I want to do and a lot of stuff I, I can learn and pick up on. But just already to this point, I'm a, I'm. I'm satisfied, but not satisfied, but it, you know, it's, it's cool. Like, uh, I worked on Miss Juneteenth and just seeing the, the stuff that it's doing and the awards that, that it's winning and, and knowing how we did it and the, the budget that we were on and the package that we had. So it, it feels good to see the hard work, you know, get some notoriety. So have you been the variety of like feature films so far, uh, as far as like uh, yeah, to so get an idea? get an idea of like what it's like to work on something really low budget and then something with a little bit more of a moderate budget. Okay. Uh, so, so for instance, um, uh, Mr. Juneteenth, that was a, a, a low budget indie feature. Mm -hmm. And we shot that with, uh, a Titan tube kit. So we had eight Titan tubes. We had a S 60, S 30, and I believe, one or two m18s and we uh we had 20 it was a 20-day shoot we did everything with those lights and the way our gaffer was able to uh, matt was the gaffer on that i was a i was a grip on miss juneteenth and uh the way our gaffer matt was able to to work with that package he made it look like it was a really big budget but hey. then Hey, Prentice, uh, so yeah. uh, my camera guy's telling me you're kind of pointing the thing at the ceiling because unfortunately we can't see you. He's the only one that can see you. Uh, he's asking oh, okay. if you can maybe no, point more, more towards your face. Yeah, yeah, we're recording. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't know you were recording. My bad. I didn't know you could see me. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, we can't see, see you, but our camera guy can. It's going into our oh. camera feed. Oh, my bad, cameraman. My yeah. bad. <laughs> you're good. Like I said, so it's kind of funny. We can't see you, but he can. So that's why he's got, he's telling us, like, hey, go I ahead. Know, and we have Milos keep staring at the computer screen. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm just looking at your camera. I'm looking at the bay. Oh, you're right. Look at my camera. My bad. Yeah, sorry, guys. Technical difficulties, interesting stuff. I'm sorry, man. So sorry to cut you off. Keep going. I apologize. You were talking talking about uh, how you shot uh, Juneteenth, how y'all shot yeah, it in 20 days. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, so we shot that in 20 days, and then um, it was, 
it was really cool to see how we executed that. And the DP on that was actually one of, uh, was Spike Lee's DP, the, the DP that did, she's got to have it on Netflix. He was nice. the DP on that. So it was, it was a super beautiful look and aesthetic and miss unseen that he was able to create with, even with the low budget. But then like, as far as when you see, go onto a big budget, uh, like I did a Super Bowl commercial for Kia and that was with Josh Jacobs. And, uh, it was for the Super Bowl last year. And that was, that was over, uh, you know, that was a couple million dollar budget at least. And we had camera cars and, and all kinds of stuff on that. And we were, we shot at the Oklahoma state stadium and like, so you can, you can see when there's a big budget, you can see it everywhere. You can, you can see it in the crew size. You can, you know, the locations, the, the, the gear, <laughs> you can definitely, you can definitely always see the budget in the gear. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. So is that like the biggest difference you would say working on, say, commercials uh, as compared to like a smaller feature? What would be the biggest differences kind of between working on those two and uh, which one do you like more? Um, for me, the, the major difference, uh, it's it's not too much of a difference as far as like what you're doing. It's like obviously on commercials, it's not as as narrative as a movie. Of you course, know? Yeah. So, uh, so sometimes it's just kind of you know cut and dry and it's just there it's like you know point and shoot but you light it and make it look a little better than point and shoot so uh but then when you talk about a movie or or commercials that are actually you know trying to tell a story or convey a message uh, i i enjoy those more uh just from you know i i don't know i just get a, a little extra you know itch from that uh like we did uh for thanksgiving i was on this cowboy shoot with dak prescott and mm -hmm. uh he like surprised the veterans and like donated a whole bunch of stuff to him and whatnot. And my father's a veteran also. So that was like something really cool for me to be a part of, you know, personally. So it's it, like, you never know, uh, especially with like these commercials and stuff, like you, you know, a little bit, a little, they give you enough information to pull you in, but not enough information to make you run off. So <laughs> uh, then you, you know, you go learn and you see what you're shooting and what you're working on and, Sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's really cool and sometimes it's just basic and you set up some lights and you sit there and you get paid to uh, sit there and watch some lights while people are doing it. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it, those, I mean, and to answer your other part two of your question, I, I guess my, my favorite, uh, I guess like my favorite to work on would probably be narratives just because I enjoy lighting and uh, you obviously get more, a little bit more range and uh, creative ability and artistic license with narrative stuff and music film you know music videos and those kinds of things uh and like i did a music video with a, a country singer named paul cawthon uh he's like he's from dallas area i guess he's kind of big uh but it's on youtube uh and it was we did it at this uh this bar in fort worth and it was really cool um but not really my music i don't really listen to country music like that but like <laughs> but he, but even that like the aesthetic and, and the stuff that we were able to do and like I, I was it was one of the my favorite shoots thus far just because of the the full creative license that you have on something like that man that's awesome so are most of the shoots you work on union then or are they more independent uh, it, yeah it's a good mix uh <clears throat> so i'm like right now me personally i'm not uh, I haven't gone union yet. I have the mm -hmm. days. I just haven't made the decision to. Uh, gotcha. I'm just still kind of on the fence about it. Uh, but I have. I mean, I've I've still worked on because when 
when I was working at ELP, there'd just be certain times I would be on jobs that were union. So, I mean, I've worked on union gigs uh, like that Super Bowl commercial. It was a union gig. It was mm-hmm. 10 days. And that was in Oklahoma. Uh, super cold. It was in January. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what are some of the biggest, like, pros to being union and cons to it? Since we live um, here in Texas, it's like right to work. You don't really have to be a union. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a right to work state. So uh, it's, it, I mean, and I don't like me personally, I I don't have, I'm not going to, I don't want to speak on it too much because I don't know that much about it. Right. Uh, just because like, I, from what I know, uh, I just, one, they you're not guaranteed any like additional work or anything like that. Uh, you still have to pay dues and the insurance is kind of, is, is good, but I guess depending on how much you want to pay, you could always have better. So, uh, you know, but they do they do go to bat for you. Like they they are part of the reason that uh, gig workers and stuff in the state of Texas were able to get like the COVID stuff. They were they were part of the reason we were put on to the list to be you know part of the people that were given benefits and those kinds of things. So the I mean they do go to bat for you in those kinds of regard in that regard. Um, but I just, I didn't like the fact that I have to pay dues and then I'm not guaranteed any work. And then the insurance is kind of iffy and whatnot. So I was just like, I don't like have to do it, especially since I'm in Texas. So I just haven't done it yet. Do you know if the dues are like, is it a flat rate or does it vary depending on like the amount of work you get? Uh, no, I don't think it, it's not a, it's a, a, a flat rate, but it's, it's not, it's calculated based on something else, not necessarily on the work you get, uh, when that comes into play is just a matter of like when you uh qualify per se to join the union so you have to have x amount of days uh you know to be able to apply so that's the only time work you know comes into it is so uh, i i don't know i just i don't like the fact that like you had it's, it's a couple thousand dollars every so like i think uh every quarter you pay you know like quarter dues or whatever yeah. so I just didn't like that. I mean, because at least if you guarantee me more work or, you know, something like that. But obviously where that comes into play, though, is like when shows come into town that are union shows, they only want union people. So, like, for instance, like The Walking Dead, when they're when they they shoot in Austin, like I'm not going to get a call for them because I'm not in the union. So, you know, that those kinds of things or like certain music videos, a lot of music videos are union shoots. So. I'm not on too many music videos because I'm not in the union, those kinds of things. And I guess for like big productions like a TV show where they have to use union, it's probably better for them to use people who are union because even if they got non-union people, they'd still have be operating within union rules, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So what's interesting is, uh, you know, just hearing all this from you and, you know, at least some of the positive you're talking about. One of our last guests, uh, Jorg, Victor, whatever he goes by, this, what, uh, yeah, Stein Slau something. Yeah, yeah, we know him as George Hernandez, but, you know, you, uh, I think he's worked with you before as well on some <laughs> yes, stuff. Yes, sir. Yeah, and, you know, he's, I've worked with him on Manos de Oro, which is a short film. Mm-hmm. And then I worked with him on Corsicana. Oh, he was, of course, kind of nice. He was talking to us, you know, how he was on some big union shoots just up in, um, uh, was it in Washington State and saying, you know, that was, uh, he had some not so good things to say about unions, I guess. But I mean, I'm glad, you know, that, you know, you're up here basically kind of having the opposite view of it almost where it's good. It's kind of yeah, nice I have. mean, and yeah. I mean, and he is, a, he is a camera guy also. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, I, I've, I've kind of shifted away from camera. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still do my own stuff here on the side, but. Uh, as far as like in the professional world, I'm, I've just kind of, uh, I've been heading in the G&E direction and 
uh, like I said, I, I, I'm trying to hone my lighting skills and, and being able to see things and, and know why this reflection's there or why, you know, what's going on and when I look, you know, so those kinds of things. Because I eventually want to be a DP and I, I feel you got to have both, you yeah. know. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I think whenever I was in school, like most people went in, they're like, they only want to be cinematographers or they want to be directors. And it's like either of those yeah. two. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. The, the one person no, we had, like a, I was going to say the one person we always had trouble finding was somebody who liked doing audio because everyone's like yeah. trying to pass it off to the next person. <laughs> I always oh, do yeah, audio no, for our um, projects, but it's always reluctantly, I'll be honest. I'd be like, come on, oh, man. I want to do something that, else. That's like a that's like a running joke. That's like a running joke on sets. Yeah. Like if, if you want like steady work, become be a sound guy. Yeah. They're, they're very many. Exactly. <laughs> like, on, like for instance, like on Corsicana, they apparently they couldn't find a sound guy that was local, so they had to fly a guy in from out of state. Oh my god. So, uh, so I was like, man, we could have been. I, I could have been doing that. And like, man, and they're they're like, and like when you see them work, like obviously they they still have their job is still hard and still has their own difficulties. But like, as far as like they they come to, they're like one of the last people on set. They're one of the first people offset. Like, so they they have they at most of the time they have a cush job most of the time. But yeah. they do have they have their struggles as well. But uh, you should I, I'm seen... sure anyone will tell you G&E's got it the toughest. <laughs> you should have seen Milos doing audio for one of our short films. He was just laying on the couch with the Oh my God, out. yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was so many years ago up in Denton, man. Oh my God, we were shooting this short thing. I hurt my knee, uh, like I think the day before or something. And uh, they were shooting a scene in the kitchen. And so I was just uh, laying on the couch and threw the boom over over the kitchen <laughs> table, just having them over over the back of the couch, just having to point it through the kitchen table, getting the audio that way. And you know, I mean, even though it was like really dumb, it actually still turned out pretty pretty damn well. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. the film was never released because we had an issue with uh, one of the actresses decided to stop showing up when we were almost done with the film, and uh, yeah, so uh, that was kind of a. Uh, unfortunate thing so my uh my beautiful couch things will never never really come to come to pass as something oh, yeah. important no but that, man, that's what happens with the short films man I, yeah. I, i've had a few like that people always end up wanting to back out mm. or or they they say they'll do something and then they don't realize what they what they really committed to yeah. and don't want to follow through that's something i've run into a lot with musicians they'll want to do music videos but once it gets started they don't realize how much work goes into it and sometimes they're like oh i thought we were just gonna take an hour or something yeah <laughs> yeah no like if, especially if you want it to be really like if you want it to be good you yeah. want to get views right it's, it's gonna it's gonna take some time so uh, i mean like uh, i had an interview like i was just on an interview yesterday uh doing interviews for a company and like it you know we're it's just basic interviews and it still you know takes about an hour you know to take some time to set up you know so it, Man, Especially with music videos, like, yeah, like I don't know, and like with music videos, it, it, I feel like you should take your time more so with those, like because you can do so much because there's no rules, you know, the rules of, of filmmaking don't apply so to, so much as like in narrative films and uh, those kinds of things. So there's a lot more artistic license in music videos. So that's that's where I'm trying to get more into now. Is uh, one I'm, I'm trying to branch off into more so music videos and those kinds of things but texas just isn't it's a super commercial market mm -hmm. if uh, so like if, and that's so if someone's wanting to do movies and like you only want to work on movies and those kinds of things and tv shows 
Dallas isn't the place to do it. Like there's a, you know, there's, of course, there's a few one-offs there, you know, um, but it's a super commercial heavy market. Like we, we have like, I don't know, probably like at least I would, I, I would almost say 50% of the food shoots probably come out of Texas. <laughs> we, we do a lot. We do a lot of food shoots and those kinds of things here. Um, but like when you, like when the movies come here, it's like usually like pickup days. Like they're just like, little shots here and there you know it's not anything big like so like uh alita is the like one of the biggest movies to come out of it is the biggest feature film to come out of texas that was shot the solely in texas and that was shot in austin uh and i, I mean i have a few friends that worked on that and man the setup for that it was it was massive it was on a airstrip in austin and they built a whole set and you know, flew huge blue blue screens and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, man, I would have loved to have been on that job. Then he showed me the picture of all the all the the all the cords and cables and stuff that they had run. And oh, God. Oh, man, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, that's why I'm a grip. Man, oh, I remember seeing like the behind the scenes of that. They actually built out the whole city where they shoot in, yep. in the movie. Yeah. And it's it, yeah, I was I I was super impressed by that 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 almost everything is actually really there. There's only you know the obvious things are CGI, but as far as the actual back you know background and stuff is all real. So it was super impressive to see that. And then I worked with one of the guys uh, that was on that. I've, well, I've worked with a few, but one of the guys he was at, he showed me some of the videos that he recorded and stuff. And as he's walking through the town and stuff, man. And I was just like, oh, it would have been so crazy to be in that world and just be immersed in that for however many days and months they shot. Yeah, that's something that seems really cool when you're actually able to build something out really elaborately for a film. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I love, I, man, because that's one thing you don't you don't realize until you work on bigger stuff. Like when you're on the small, like little budget stuff or no budget stuff, you don't have money for like for art you know for a whole art team and wardrobe and all the stuff that really because you know lighting and camera work is a lot but wardrobe and background those you know all those departments they all i mean they all all exist and all play a part for a reason yeah when you don't have the full budget it's not you can tell (laughs) yeah that's something we were talking about um with another interview where we're like your location really adds to your production value because we talked even about el marachi like that one looked like it was had a bigger budget than it did, and it's like a seven thousand dollar movie. Just being in filmed in Mexico around like the bright, colorful buildings really added to it. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, talked. To, yeah, like- we we just talked to uh, director uh, Tim Stevens, local guy. Uh, he uh, he's directing his first feature called uh, "The Ghost Lights Based on a Marfa Lights." And, you know, just talking about how literally you know just the beautiful scenes of uh, West Texas. All that stuff. I looked at a trailer, man, and yeah, it does. It really does not seem like a seven thousand dollar movie, like he said. So he did it. He yeah. did it for super cheap, and I mean, just because, like, like George said, he just used all this, you know, basically choose the environment around him that he yeah. could. Uh, so, yeah. how has COVID affected your work, man? I mean, I know, I know, our industry got hit really hard with all that. So, I heard you had to get like a like a second job. Is that right? Something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I've I've definitely had to pick up some extra work, especially having. Like I said earlier, having the baby now, it's it's applied a lot more pressure, but it's it's all good. Uh, but lately, the last like month and a half, work's been picking up, so that's good. Nice. Uh, but now that you know, now the productions are starting to get a hold on the, how they should handle getting you know getting us tested and those kinds of things. 
So it's it's getting better now, like because that was one of the biggest issues uh, when it fir- when everything first started is they just didn't know how to you know conduct because we have to have so many people on set mo- for yeah. you know for any real shoot you have to have a, a real crew you know so uh, it's hard to not have a lot of people around that are in and we're always around each other and on top of each other and in you know small locations so they had just said that was one of the big issues and work definitely dried up for for a while and i mean it still is uh still haven't been working as like i have been but uh like i said it's it's all picking up and just a matter of staying staying with it and having some stick to and and dealing with it you know <laughs> So, so so far I haven't uh, taken a lot of production jobs it, but the last one I was on during COVID it was the first one where they were being a little bit more responsible with it but at the same time they're being super relaxed because they were like go in check your temperature but we had already been in the same room like everybody just yeah. by each other there wasn't really a way to social distance because we're all like filming inside a small like apartment and whoever wasn't actually doing something at that moment just stepped outside and they would wait wait and until they needed them but even like the people still inside there was still a lot of people so it was hard to actually maintain like a social distancing and like the only thing we could do is check temperatures yeah we had a we had a small covid scare on one of our shoots um after we wrapped about a week or two later one of the actresses came down with covid and um you know, we ended up tracking back with everybody who worked on it. Uh, turns out she was the only one, so looks like it wasn't anything related to the shoot, which was really nice, so nobody else got it. But, yeah, so yeah. I mean, that was the scare we had. Uh, what about you? Have you had any COVID scares because of uh, on sets or anything? Uh, well, actually, my uh, my first job back, uh, like, in, in June, uh, the very first job I did after we shut down and stuff, I was uh, out in... Uh, I believe an outside, just outside some little small town outside of Terrell, Texas, and we were. I was on this uh, this cowboy show, and I um, just because uh, you know, obviously I'm a big guy, as you know. I'm, uh, <laughs> and I guess just we had been on lockdown for so long, and then uh, coming back and having to work with the mask on for so long, and uh, we were outside uh in the heat and stuff so i ended up actually having a heat stroke three days into the job oh my god and had to uh you know i had to not i couldn't finish the job uh unfortunately um but uh yeah that was my that was my scare uh just the masks like it it, it took me a while getting used to you know working in the masks and I, like i said i'm a big guy so i sweat a lot and i'm also a grip so i i'm one of the guys moving the heaviest stuff on set all the time and I'm a big guy, so I'm moving the heavy stuff <laughs> for sure. So, uh, you know, I'm sweating a lot, and it is, you just start waterboarding yourself pretty much. So, it, and when I wasn't used to it, it got me. <laughs> and we talked a little bit right before the start of the interview. You say you're trying to grow your beard out. I would advise against it uh, because having this beard and a mask, oh, my God, bro. I'm so glad I work inside because, like, every once in a while when I don't have customers, I just step away, take it off, be like, oh, my God. It's so hot. Yeah. Just the beard makes it so much hotter with the mask on, bro. So I would say yeah, maybe it, maybe hilarious. hold off on growing like, it out. <laughs> it's, it's it's hilarious. Like I, I love it. Like when when you put a mask on and there's just like facial hair coming out of your mask. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I got like, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's it's too funny. What do you got? So, <laughs> so how how has it been uh, trying to look for work 
recently, do you just try and get in touch with different contacts or do you look online for anything available? Yeah, uh, so me personally, I, I check the, the Texas uh, film site and they, they post stuff like, and you can get put into the database so that uh, if people need, you know, so in theory, you can get phone calls from there, but uh, I don't, I, to this date, I don't think I've ever gotten a phone call because <laughs> of that. <laughs> but uh, I do, uh, on the website, the, the Texas film site, they post uh, crew listings and, and stuff so that you can apply to. Um, so I, I use that, but then most of it, 90% of it is, is word of mouth and who you know and, and the, the friendships and, and whatnot that you develop. Those are really, really, really key to making a, a real career in our industry because when, because for instance, for people that don't know, like when you come on to like a, a set, like when you come on to a crew set, um, like the production, like the production, they're hiring like keys. They're hiring the, the, the department heads and then they hire their own crew. So mm -hmm. like, so, you know, I get hired, I can hire whoever I want. So I'm going to hire the people that I like my friends because we're working 12, 15, you know, plus hours sometimes. So you don't want to work with people you don't like. So that's, uh, I mean, so that's why when I say it, it matters who you know and the friendships you're able to build just because that's that's what's going to help you. Hey, man, I got this job. I need some help. Oh, yeah, I got you. I'm, I'm available. You're available for this. And, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch your back kind of thing. Um, so when you first start, when you if you don't know anybody, it's going to be, it's really tough. Uh, but now that I've, I've started to, I, I've got, you know, I know people and uh, I'm starting a production companies and PMs, production managers, they they know me and are, are familiar with me now, so I'm getting phone calls and stuff, so that's what matters. <laughs> I think that was one of the biggest takeaways from school, too, because Mr. Neely would share like a lot of his stories and being on production. He'd say yeah. sometimes he ended up doing multiple jobs on one production and would tell us that yep. he would have to get paid for each job that he was doing. <laughs> Damn, so like and like he'll become friends with like the hairdresser <laughs> and the hairdresser would call him up for the next project <laughs> yep yeah i mean and there's i mean there's a lot of people that do a lot of different things um and especially like with certain with certain jobs you can i mean you know you can jump around and like i like i said i i swing uh which means i, I work grip and electric uh but i prefer working i i prefer to grip uh just because it's I don't know. I'm a big guy, so moving most of the stuff isn't as heavy for me as it is a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a lot of stuff that that is heavy, uh, so you got to be careful. Make sure you pick up stuff right, because I've definitely hurt myself on set a few times just picking stuff up wrong, those kinds of things. <laughs> gotcha. So when it comes to lighting stuff, do you do you have your own gear or do you just use what's provided usually? How does that work for you? Uh, I have I have both, um, mm -hmm. and it just as far as like uh, on the shoot, it just depends on smaller stuff. Uh, I take I take my stuff, um, but obviously on bigger stuff, when you have a truck and a budget, you there's no you obviously you bring your tools and your your essentials. Course, but as far as like lights and those kinds of things, cameras, like I I don't bring any of that stuff to set. I don't need that when I'm on a real a real shoot but on like i was on uh i did interviews a couple of days ago and i have like you know some odds and ends and i took with me just because it was a smaller job and i know that we don't have a truck and it's just what it's only a, a 
gear list of what someone put together. So there might not be something that we need in a, a pinch, you know? So for instance, like bounces and little things, you know, uh, like have my jelly rolls and, you know, have your own gels, just little things you pick up after you be on set, after you're on set and you're like, man, if I, if I have that in my kit, I, I can come in handy. Cause you find yourself in binds a lot. <laughs> So you were talking about uh, how music video work is creative work and stuff you like to do that it's not much, uh, you said there's not much of that around here. Uh, where would you consider, if you were to move out of Texas for a production work, where would you consider going? Uh, well, technically, I mean, everyone, I'm not going to say everyone. A lot of people will just say Atlanta mm -hmm. uh, because, I mean, there is a lot of stuff going on in Atlanta and then mm -hmm. obviously California. But um, me personally, I'm... Uh, Oklahoma is now the, they have the highest film incentives in the country, higher nice. than Atlanta and California. Um, so there's a lot of stuff going on and there isn't, there's a, a small crew there, you know, so it's not as, as much. So I, I'm, I'm actually, that's one of my uh, biggest back and forths in my mind right now is if I should make the move. Cause I'm originally from Oklahoma. So nice. uh, I'm thinking about just moving back home uh, and then just drive down here for work when I, you know, when I have work, just because there's a lot of, you know, there's features and TV shows and they just recently turned the Cox, uh, the Cox, uh, like, uh, you know, it's like, it used to be, it's where the Hornets were playing when the, the Hornets were in Oklahoma city, uh, back in the day. And, uh, so they've actually turned that into a, uh, or in the process of turning that into a huge sound stage and like oh, production nice. studios. Um, so it's going to be, you know, full of sound stages and uh, different backdrops and different sets and those kinds of things. So there's a lot of stuff going on in Oklahoma and like uh, Scorsese was shooting up there uh, or was supposed to, I don't know if he ended up doing that cause I heard some stuff, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in Oklahoma, so that's that's where I'm thinking about moving if I do move out of Texas, just because I do want to do more narrative stuff, and mm -hmm. Texas isn't the place to do it, and I want to have more work, and there's such a foothold on like the commercial market and stuff, and the, the circles are tight and those kinds of things, so it's, it works here, but it, it's it's hard to come by sometimes. Gotcha. And I mean, Oklahoma is not too far. I mean, if you really wanted to stay here, the drive is like, what, like three, four hours yeah. if you want to go up there. Yeah, exactly. It's not the worst thing ever. Yeah. But yeah, and the, the cost of living is, is what does it for me. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> like, I, can, I can get what I'm paying. I can get a house for what I pay for my apartment. <laughs> yeah, but the alcohol's weaker, so I don't know if I'd like to live in over there. For sure. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's six point now. It's six point now. Oh, damn. Okay, well, hey, yeah. you know what? You might have just convinced so, me ah. to move up there. <laughs> I know they're supposed to be... Uh, starting like more productions up in New Mexico after like Netflix announced that they're moving their headquarters there. They said yeah, they're also moving where, a lot of productions. And they, yeah, and that's where they did uh, Cowboys and Aliens. Uh, they they shot that there, and uh, it's I mean and, and that's where when I was trying to find schools, uh, the the art school that's in Albuquerque. Uh, that's where that was that film school was one of the schools I was thinking about going to, um, but I just. But New Mexico's nice. I just don't. I have some friend. Uh, one of my cousin lives out there, and he just doesn't like it too much. So I don't. I don't know if I want to go out there. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, well, Pernice, uh, unfortunately, I think we're just about out of time here 
Honestly, because I have to go to work here in a bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no worries. The fourth no, wall here, yeah. unfortunately, man. Yeah. But thank you so much for coming on, man. Do you have anything you want to plug, like social media or a recent project you'll be working on? Oh uh, yeah, no. Uh, I, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Film Apprentice, uh, and it's just Film A Apprentice. You know, it's just a play on words, not gotcha. Apprentice, because <laughs> <laughs> everyone always just thrown off on that for whatever reason. So, uh, but now nah, that's about it. Uh, you know, you can catch. Uh, Corsicano should be it's it's in the works it's in like post-production and stuff but uh Juneteenth Miss Juneteenth is on Netflix um not Netflix Amazon uh and it's making its rounds elsewhere it's on BET uh different places like that so check it out it's I'm super proud of it uh it's a it's a really really uh heartfelt heartwarming movie I guess uh and I just love the the aesthetics of it with with the budget we, that we were able to do. So I'm real proud of that. But that's about it. I appreciate you guys bringing me on. Uh, definitely, if you want, I'll come back and I can actually come to you guys so you can look at me. <laughs> hey man it'd be great to have you in person absolutely bro oh yeah and we do have high ceilings here so trust me you'll be able to fit no oh, okay problem. okay perfect well apprentice again thank you so much george thank you for co-hosting adrian always the mvp on the cameras bro thank you so much yes, all sir, right guys thanks, you have been you. listening to the one up podcast thank you so much and you will hear us in a week or two whenever we decide to post the next episode all right see y'all bye-bye yes sir <laughs> Take it easy. Take it easy, Brent. Thank you.